You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California. The views on this show are not necessarily the views of KUCI, UCI, or its Board of Regents. To learn more about our program or other programs on KUCI, log on to KUCI.org. You can always reach me through my website, which is OperationCommunityStimulus.com. Today we're going to be sharing some information with listeners, and I hope that I can get Tam's uh, last name pronounced correctly. How now? Could you share with us, listeners, how to pronounce your last name, Tam? Sure. In Vietnamese, it's Nguyen, but I go um, by Nguyen. A lot okay, of people okay. call me Nguyen. That's amazing. That's amazing. well, Tam. I understand that you are a graduate of UCI. Is that correct? Yes, I am a proud alum uh, and ant eater of uh, class of 1995. That is amazing. Have you seen? Does has the college changed any since then? It's changed so much, I was lost today coming to the station. Uh, it's amazing how much has changed uh, since I started 20 years ago. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. Has it, uh, have you, uh, do you get an opportunity to come over here very often? I don't, not as much as I'd like. I did have the honor to come back here for a couple campus events. Uh, I'm involved with, I'm uh, deeply involved with the Vietnamese community. Mm -hmm. um, Chancellor Drake and his wife actually opened his home up to some Vietnamese American alums. I attended that. I also attend a, a, um, every two years, there's an event called mm -hmm. VIF, Vietnamese mm -hmm. International mm -hmm. Film Festival, that's held here on campus. Ah. I do attend that as well. Wow, that sounds really exciting. Well, tell us a little bit about some of the, you know, what did you study here at UCI? I was a bio major, uh, bio sci, uh, pre med, uh, and I. But quite frankly, I did that for my parents. As a mm. good Vietnamese immigrant son, I studied and was that future doctor for mom and dad. But what I really enjoyed studying here at UCI was my economics classes as well as my minor in business management. That really. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you did. Uh, you know what business? I don't care what you do. I don't care what you do. If you don't have some good business skills, it's. You know, you need to make it on paper, don't you? There, yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the business skills are very practical in, in, in the world, and you know, owning and being part of a family business, uh, they were very useful. So you had two majors, is that correct? While you were here, so it was one major and one minor. The major was biological sciences, and the minor was in business management. So your plan was to be a physician. That was correct. The master plan of mom and dad was <laughs> to be for the son to be a physician, and the MD, and the daughter to uh, take over the the beauty college, the family business. Oh, really? So you have a sister then? I do have a younger sister, Lynn, uh, two years younger than I, who, who was born here in the U.S. And what does she, is she, what is she, a physician? <laughs> she is not. She's married to a physician, but she is not a physician herself. She's, mm -hmm. she's a business management mm -hmm. major uh, mm -hmm. from Cal State Fullerton and graduated uh -huh. there. So what does she do? She now, together with myself mm -hmm. are second generation owners of our family business. We own beauty colleges and operate them. Wow, wow. So you guys do um, hair, nails, and everything, huh? Everything, right. So we do have hair and nails. Beyond mm -hmm. that, we have um, skin care, mm -hmm. uh, massage therapy, mm -hmm. holistic practitioner, teacher training. So again, uh, we cover the entire gamut and scope uh, at our schools. So this was a family-owned business then that you had before? That's correct. Uh, Mom and Dad started the business uh, wow. over 25 years ago. Wow. And uh, second-generation owners, my younger sister and I, um, have owned and operated them since 1999. So you basically then grew up in it so that you, when you took over the business, you really didn't have, you were already there. <laughs> We've done every job under the sun mm -hmm. uh, in the family business. At any position you could think of or any function you could think of in a beauty college, uh, 
my sister and I have done. So we grew up in the business, and uh, and uh, naturally now as the owners and operators of the business, um, mom and dad serve as advisors as they oh, retire. that's cute. That's cute. Well, then you were born. Can you share with listeners where you were born at? Because I think you have a very interesting background. Oh, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I was born in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in 1973, so I was only one and a half at the fall of Saigon uh, wow. in April 30th, 1975. My father, being a high-ranking South Vietnamese Navy officer uh, in the U.S., we we, we were very. Um, it was very important that we had to um, flee Vietnam mm-hmm. during that time. Mm-hmm. And our family, uh, we actually um, were, were were separated. My dad actually was on a different chopper and came to the U.S. first. It ended up in California at Camp Pendleton. My mom, pregnant with my younger sister and myself, ended up leaving Vietnam several days later on a different plane in flight. And we actually ended up in Arkansas at a, at a camp called Fort Chiffy in Arkansas. And we didn't get reunited until mm-hmm. months later through the Red Cross. In, wow. Up in, uh, up in Northern California mm-hmm. called Santa Cruz where mm-hmm. my younger sister was born. Wow, that's amazing. Can you imagine the... I mean, you were too young, I'm sure. I was way too young to remember, thankfully, but the trauma my parents mm-hmm. must have gone through, the to go to a new foreign country without language and without just the shirt on their back must have been an intense experience. I can't imagine. I can't... I, I remember when, when, when it was all going down. We were living in a tiny little town in Indiana, in Hatfield, Indiana, and the chaos alone for what everybody was going through was really overwhelming, like, for us to watch. Yeah, the, the trauma that came from that, and for now, I mean, I'm 38 now, but as I reflect on community, first-generation community folks, people my parents' age, and I hear their stories, I sympathize. You know, it's hard for me to connect because I didn't go through it myself. So, mm-hmm. but but I sympathize. My heart just goes mm-hmm. out to them. I, I almost can't imagine myself going through that. You know, well, you know, like I've always told my kids, what doesn't break you makes you a stronger person, doesn't it? Absolutely. And there's yeah. there's Vietnamese are very mm-hmm. strong people, mm-hmm. and and uh, mm-hmm. they're without a doubt coming from a war situation like that only made people stronger. Do your parents speak English now? They do. do Both they? my parents speak English now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is still the uh, second language for, for them. They, mm-hmm. uh, and they've never mastered the language, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they've gotten uncomfortable enough to, to, to make, it, make it by. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, um, Tam, I understand that you're involved with uh, the Vietnamese Chamber. Is that what it is? Could you share with listeners exactly, you know, because I've, I've always wanted to have some information, you know, what, what's it about anyway? Sure. Um, now, I, I have the current honor as serving as the president of the Vietnamese American Chamber of Commerce. Uh, it's the oldest and largest of its kind in the country. Uh, obviously, here being in the backyard of UCI, we, we have the largest Vietnamese community. And um, it was established in 1985 by, by business folks who, who were just, um, 19, um, you know, in the community. So it's grown to about 2,000 members. Uh, it's the we continue to do a lot of events and programming in the community. We serve, obviously, the largest, not only the largest Vietnamese community, so obviously the largest number of businesses. Uh, there's been estimates upwards towards 10,000 businesses here in Orange County that are Vietnamese-owned. Wow. And so wow. we represent uh, quite quite a significant large number of Vietnamese businesses. Isn't it amazing how people come here to this country for opportunity and they find it? <laughs> the The stories that come out of the community about opportunity and about hard work mm-hmm. and success and people living that American dream are still amaze me. It, it's truly, what a great country. I'm so proud to be an mm-hmm. American. Well, but I also understand that you're getting to f- go back and visit uh, in Vietnam too, huh? I do. Uh, I, I, 
I have family there. Grandma's there. My dad oh. spends time there. I have first cousins there. There's blood relatives where family is there. It's important for me, even mm-hmm. though I'm like every other American kid, to understand roots, mm-hmm. understand culture, understand history and language. Those are very important parts uh, for me to understand myself better. That's amazing. So now, since you were so young when you moved here, I mean, I'm just fascinated by this. Did you... Uh, have any trouble learning English? You obviously didn't if you were one and a half when you came here, huh? You know what? I, I don't ever remember having trouble learning English. I do remember having trouble learning Vietnamese mm, okay. growing up. So mm. Vietnamese was always the struggle for me to learn the language, to understand other relatives who didn't speak mm-hmm. it, or to speak it at home with mom and dad, but I just at a basic level. Hmm. Um, so the challenge for me was actually not learning English. It was actually Vietnamese. What about these business owners with the chamber? Are the majority of them, do the majority of them speak both? Or, or you know, what are you finding? Interesting enough, it's generational. A majority of my members of the Vietnamese American Chamber of Commerce currently mm-hmm. are first generation owners like my parents mm-hmm. who speak Vietnamese in the business. Because of the large density of Vietnamese people here in Orange County, being the largest Vietnamese population in the country, outside, you know, out in the world, in fact, mm-hmm. outside of Vietnam, Vietnamese is spoken for every service you can think of, for every item you can think of, and and there's it's such a community that, that, that operates on the Vietnamese language. So English is not spoken by a lot of these owners. And now after, you know, it's been since 1975, you're going to find a lot of people like my parents who, who have developed the English language skills now. But more recent immigrants still, the language, the English language aspect, it's still a very big challenge. That's amazing. That's amazing. No, it, it's amazing to me how people can come here. I have a young man from China that lives with me, 16, and and I just can't imagine coming to another country and not having the language that, I mean, I just, I just think it's amazing. <laughs> yes. So I know when my grandmother passed, she was speaking German, and none of us knew what she was saying. So that, that language is, you know, one thing about our language is, though, the smile works across the board, doesn't it? <laughs> it, it, it certainly mm-hmm, does. Mm-hmm. Smiling and mm-hmm. uh, Americans are such giving people and such friendly people. Mm-hmm. And, again, because it's such a welcoming country, and uh, I think there's a lot of communication that occurs through body language and mm-hmm. through gestures mm-hmm. that make relationships happen, even though language is a barrier. Well, you know, you ha- your parents have to be proud of the fact that you did go to a school like UCI after, you know, what you went through as, a, as an infant, which bothered them more so more than it did you, you know. Uh, my parents are absolutely proud that mm-hmm. I was the first, mm-hmm. you know, graduate in the family from college and, and that it was at a great institution such as UC Irvine. Mm-hmm. Um, I look back and, and, and I think... I think about what an incredible opportunity I had. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the th- biggest impacts and stories that I can share was my first trip back to Vietnam uh, in 1991 upon graduating from high school and just being admitted to UCI. I went to my dad's home village in a city called Hanam, suburb, mm-hmm. rice village outside of the big city. I met a young man who was a distant cousin. He was my age. And he was laying bricks. Um, and uh, as he was laying bricks, he shared with me, he was a very happy young man, but he shared with me, he made the equivalent of $1 a day. Wow. And, wow. And this was to support family. And, and he told me about, I asked him about his dreams and his future. And he says, it's here. I'm never going to make it to the city. I can never dream of even leaving the country. Hmm. Um, 
I hope to, you know, raise enough to get a cow to, to help and plow the fields. But, you know, my, this is this is my life. And, and I, wow. I almost that that moment gave me chills and said, wow, here I am about to go to UCI, a great university in America with a great bright future, you know, with a college education, the opportunities galore. And and that could have been me. That's a family member. That's a fellow Vietnamese person my age living wow. in that village. And so yeah. it dawned on me and said, I better mm-hmm. work my tail off. There's mm-hmm. an opportunity. Mm-hmm. There's a blessed mm-hmm. opportunity for me mm-hmm. if I don't work at my, my tail off at UCI and do community work and do things to help others. Shame on me. You know, I think there's good and bad in every situation. It's up to you to find the good. And, and right. as horrible as it was, what your parents went through when, you know, leaving Vietnam it was a blessing in disguise, wasn't it? It was. My, my life's totally different. Mm-hmm. I, I look back, uh, I feel so blessed to not only to be part of a, a family business mm-hmm. that's instrumental in the community, uh, training folks in the, in the nails industry, in the beauty industry, but also to be able to be able to have the, the resources, the time, the the... And, and to give back, to build a network, to meet mentors, mm-hmm. to meet people mm-hmm. that I, I learned so much from mm-hmm. in terms of life experience. I feel very blessed. I try to learn something from everybody. <laughs> and I understand that you are married. I am. I am very happily married to a USC Trojan. Oh, wow. <laughs> my uh, my wife is a, a pharmacist. She's a wonderful lady. Uh, loving wife. So even better and supportive mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have three beautiful young children together. Mm-hmm. How old are your children? They are currently five. Mm-hmm. Our boy, oldest boy named Chance. Uh-huh. Our second boy named Ty is three. And we have a beautiful baby daughter at six months named oh, Maya. Wow, how, oh wow. I bet your house is pretty active then, Very huh? Very active and busy house, <laughs> but we wouldn't want it uh-huh, any other way. Uh-huh. No, no, no. I have three children. Your oldest is five. Yes. Then your next is how old? Three. Three. And, and the then, youngest okay, at six months. Okay. Two boys and one girl. Two boys and one girl. Well, I bet that the, they like being a big brother, don't they? They do. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. As as much as they beat up each other, mm-hmm. they're so nice to their younger sister. Oh, they I hug her. It. They're so they're such good big brothers. <laughs> even at five and three. That's cute. That's cute. I had one daughter and two sons. I've decided one girl was all anybody needs. <laughs> I'm, I didn't say that. I don't. I, and I don't really mean that because my daughter was so good. She used mm-hmm. to help me build houses. So you know that, that it, it was a good thing. It was. A good thing. So going back to your uh, involvement with the community, I'd like for you to share with the listeners maybe, you know, do, do you have any upcoming events or anything we coming do. up? We do. We do. So the Vietnamese American Chamber of Commerce, uh, as I said, has been around for a long time. And we had an opportunity to, we're working with, so the Vietnamese community, as it's grown, mm-hmm. continue to grown, we work not just within our community among Vietnamese, but we're working collaboratively outside our community with our Hispanic neighbors, with our Korean neighbors, with mm. the mainstream, with corporations we've, that we haven't worked with. So doing so, we're launching a, a, a foundation, a 501c3 arm of, of our Chamber of Commerce, wow. and it's called the Viet Foundation. And, and, and the mission of the Viet Foundation is to promote higher education in underserved communities, um, also by providing educational training to small businesses providing programming for professional development as well as civic education and and we're going to have a a wonderful event uh, next Thursday October 18th and then like is this for business owners or is this something that you're inviting the community to you know where is it what's going on it's very diverse in terms of the people who are are there so um, 
business owners are, are coming mm-hmm. uh, for the networking and as well as to uh, to see other business owners. Uh, the community, the greater community is invited because we have leaders from multiple communities. Uh, we're going to have awards for people who really impacted the Vietnamese community, not only f- from a local level here in Orange County, so we have local Vietnamese heroes, but we have also national heroes coming down from D.C. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, beyond that, the cultural aspect that's going to get highlighted, we're going to have a wonderful fashion show. The Vietnamese have a traditional mm-hmm. dress. We're going to highlight mm-hmm. that traditional mm-hmm. dress mm-hmm. in a fashion show, as well as have Vietnamese singers that will be singing uh, and, and showcasing our culture. Uh, the arts is something that's growing in terms of interest and very important to our community. Uh, there's going to be some arts leaders in the Vietnamese community that will also be honored at this award. Amazing. No, yeah. art is, you know, you know how I feel about yes. that. <laughs> so now where is this location going to be, the time? Yes. So it's our dream venue in Orange County. Uh, the Vietnamese dream venue is at a Vietnamese-American-owned restaurant by a, um, by a lady by the name of Elizabeth An and her family. It's mm-hmm. called Ong Ki. Ong Ki restaurant's very well known, mm-hmm. uh, especially with the Hollywood folks, because there's one up in Beverly Hills. But there's an Ong Ki restaurant down here, and it's attached to South Coast Plaza. It's a beautiful restaurant and venue that serves Vietnamese food. Is that where you're going to have it at? We're going to have it at, at that. South Coast Plaza? Uh, we're going to have it at, mm-hmm. at, at, at Ong Ki restaurant. Uh, attached to South Coast Plaza. We'll have the fashion show in there, the stage is set up in there, all the awards and ceremony will be in there, and uh, it, it's going to be pretty amazing. That's What time is it going to be? Uh, the time of the event will be in the evening. Uh, it will be from uh, 6 to 9 p.m. in the evening. But before that, we have a very interesting um, uh, event before that. Uh, it's a CIA-sponsored, the Central Intelligence Agency's sponsored a networking uh, opportunity so that... Um, so they understand the market uh, that, you know, now it's an opportunity to to talk about what the CIA does in terms of there's many opportunities within the CIA and, and other jobs uh, within that. And they're, they're sponsoring that to share some other um, people so that we understand the CIA a little bit more from a community aspect. Are they recruiting? Do you yes, think they are. They are. Yes. <laughs> wow, I've never heard of that before. Yes. That is amazing. That's yes. amazing. That'll be that'll be really awesome. Yes, and that, so, that's from. Uh, by the way, that's from. Um, that's sponsored by the um, Cal State Fullerton uh, Garden Grove campus. There's a Garden Grove campus extension in for the CIA. Uh, yeah, no, this is for Cal State Fullerton. CIA is going to do the event there okay. and host it in the Little Saigon community in Garden Grove. And uh, oh. all of this is on our website at vacoc.com. How did you guys make a connection like that? Well, did they reach to you? Did you reach to them? You know what? I mean, they, they outreached to us. Who would have known that they would have known that this Vietnamese community? But they actually have a uh, a man who does public outreach, a- Asian American man, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Mao, who, who and they're they're one of their initiatives diversity, uh, mm-hmm. as with many corporations and universities, and so they're reaching out to um, many ethnic uh, communities as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. No, that's really amazing that, that they, the CIA, that's the first I've ever heard of anything. Have you ever heard of that before? Yeah, no, I have not. This is the first event we, we get to collaborate with the CIA. I, like growing up, I heard about CIA, FBI, and stuff like that mm-hmm. on movies, but would have never thought I'd really meet, meet a person from <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, you know, our government agencies are really getting a lot more approachable, no doubt. Yes, <laughs> they, yes, they yes. Need, they, know, they need to plug in to yes. us just like we need to plug into yes. them. Yes, and I think that networking and two-way communication is so important with government agencies 
today more than ever. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it really sets a good role model for us all to, to collaborate whenever yes. you see that. So now your, your nonprofit status, is that wrapped up yet? Or are you still, uh, your 5013C for your um, foundation, is that completed? Or are you in the, where are you at with that? That one is a, is a partnership. So the 501C3 application takes quite some time. Mm -hmm. uh, for the Viet Foundation, it is not completed. So what we've done is we've partnered with um, another organization called VAMA, Vietnamese American Arts and Media Association, mm -hmm. and they've been wonderful. And and it's a it's a it's a dual uh, it's a dual um, organization collaboration for this mm -hmm. foundation launch. It's and they, amazing. And it. That's really amazing because I mean I I knew it takes a long time. No, it takes a long time to get these 5013Cs under control. So, but there's a lot of great organizations that will sponsor you and yes. phys, 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 physically sponsor your exactly. organization. And that's so. exactly what's going to happen. So, and going with the arts is n not a bad thing anyway. No. No, um, mm -hmm. we work very closely with the arts. We, the executive director Issa Lay, who does a lot here at UCI, we, we have, um, we're working with high school principals who will be honored, um, mm. who are also chairing, you know, very meaningful nonprofits in the community. We'll have judges. Mm -hmm. We have legendary actresses, uh, mm -hmm. Q Chin from the Joy Luck Club, who, who will be on hand. We have our, you know. We have a lot of people, as we said, from a national level that's coming. We, we also have key Vietnamese-American leaders in the executive and corporate world now, whether it's Southwest Airlines, NBC Universal, Southern California Edison. Hmm. So Walmart, we have executives in Walmart, gas company. and So it's, it's great being able to really network not only from the public, the corporate, as well as the private sector now. Now, does the Vietnamese Chamber of Commerce exist, like in Los Angeles, or you know? There's, there's Vietnamese American Chamber of Commerce around the country. Mm -hmm. um, the l largest by far here in Orange County. Uh, that's what I, I mean. Would, yeah. But uh, we do have uh, mm -hmm. we do have a partner chamber mm -hmm. up mm -hmm. in uh, Washington D.C. Mm -hmm. So we mm -hmm. have a partner chamber we cl um, collaborate with in uh, Sacramento. I know there's ones that were, uh, exist in Houston, hmm. Virginia. These are large, prominent Vietnamese communities. That's amazing. No, I I was really curious to know if you guys, so you do collaborate yes, with the different ones. Yes, we do. And, we do. We've done yeah. collaboration events with others. Well, now, how long have you been involved with the chamber? I myself have been involved about six years. Mm -hmm. So the last four as a president, but three years uh, before that as, as a committee member for, you know, programming, events, and mentorship, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and uh, business matchmaking and job fairs, things like that in the community, as well as cultural things in the community. I get very involved with the, the Tet Festival. That's our biggest celebration of the year. And that's, that's in Garden Grove, correct? That's in Garden Grove, the so, Lunar yeah. New Year, and that yeah. attracts over 100,000 people. We have a parade that goes down Bolsa Avenue that yeah. I get involved with. Um, we have the Moon Festival that just passed here in... in, in uh, you know, in this time of year. So I remember that well. I had dinner with a uh, to celebrate the Moon Festival at the oh, Chinese restaurant with okay. somebody. I was like, so there you I never heard of that before. Yes, we have a Moon Festival. So <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, that's so amazing. I get to uh, get really involved in community for cultural mm -hmm. events as well. It's it's fun. That's what I like about living in in Southern California. We're like the United Nations here, aren't we? We truly are. Mm -hmm. Wow, what a great place to live. What a great place to be a student when I was at UCI. Mm -hmm. That's when I truly um, understood diversity and then understood and appreciated Orange County, how diverse Orange County is. Orange County is the second largest Asian population uh, in, in the country. Did you live on campus? I did. My first year and then second, year, uh, second through fourth year, I lived in an off-campus apartment. 
I thought maybe your parents would want you to commute. To you know what? Fortunately, we lived too far for me to commute. Uh, <laughs> and um, I think they would have wanted me to commute, being, uh, <laughs> being a very tight-knit Vietnamese family mm -hmm. and, uh, and, you know, um, saving resources. But I, I got the full campus experience. I, was, I feel very blessed. Now, did your wife grow up here? Is she Vietnamese as well? My wife is Chinese. Okay, okay. She grew up in San Francisco. Wow. Uh, she went to UC Davis, but... Um, came down to USC for pharmacy school and fortunately fell in love and uh, has stayed down here. So now how does a guy from UCI meet a guy from a gal from USC? <laughs> I'll tell you how that happened. How, how we met was through my college roommate at UCI, Andy. He's a dentist now and he wanted to meet. He was getting set up with a pharmacy friend of my wife's, and I came as his wingman, um, to, you know, to mm -hmm. to talk to the matchmaker while he mm -hmm. he gets to know someone a potential match for him. Well, cute. they didn't work out, <laughs> and, and the rest is history. That's cute. That's cute. Now, does your wife speak uh, Chinese at all? My wife is very talented. She speaks many languages. Wow. Chinese, English, Vietnamese, um, Cambodian. My mm -hmm. wife is very strong with languages. So are you guys teaching your children different languages it's as well? It's very interesting what, what my... So <laughs> just last night, my five and three-year-old boys were, were competing with each other to see how many languages they could count to one to ten in. And they did it in Spanish, English, Vietnamese, and uh, Chinese. That's amazing. That's amazing. Now, I think Chinese is a very important language to have. Very important. Very important. Both my kids are mm -hmm. going to be taking Chinese courses, and I encourage my wife to speak Chinese to both of them. Oh, you know, we I, I have a young man from China that lives with me, and he's here just studying English because I think that they're both as equally important, and I think it's, I mean, it just blows my mind that, that you know, somebody that finds so much value in the English language that they're willing to send their children here right. just so that they can get a grip on the English. Yeah, even for myself, for opportunities for myself in the future, uh, clearly globally, as we live in a global mm -hmm. world, um, my English and Vietnamese are great, but um, my Chinese uh, and Spanish. You do, you do Chinese too? I did Spanish. Uh, uh, I, I mm -hmm. took Spanish. Mm -hmm. uh, wow. And I think that was the right choice. It was oh, very yeah, practical yeah. learning Spanish here. No, I think, I think Chinese, I think, I mean, I think, I wish I could speak any other kind of, uh, you know, additional language. I can count to 10 in German because oh, I'm German, but okay. that's as far as it goes okay. with me. Right. So I could join your kids right, on the counting right. campaign, that's maybe. Wonder, that's wonderful. cute. Well, um, Tam, what about community? What do you do? Uh, you know, what do you do in the community that we'd like to share? Yeah. Um, so beyond the Chamber of Commerce, um, I'm also chairman of the board for the St. Anselm's Cross Cultural Community Center. Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, it's that's been around in the community for lots nearly 40 years, and and that serves a lot of immigrants. Uh, there's a lot of great programming there for St. Anselm's. Uh, there's so many great nonprofit causes because we have such a large Vietnamese community here. There's so many great causes, and it, you. You could pick anything that you're passionate about, whether it's the arts, whether it's education, whether it's business, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's, you know, social programming. There's so many good causes in, in, in the community. It's just, you know, connecting, connecting. Um, you know, there's also giving back, too, mm -hmm. that whole thing about giving sure. back and finding ways to give back. Um, I was uh, I was very proud to be able to be on the founding team, uh, be among the founders for the um, the first Vietnamese-American alumni group here at UCI. And wow. so I was uh, mm -hmm. vice chairman, and I, I got the honor of uh, an invitation from uh, Dr. Linda Vo and uh, Daniel Dokan. 
You know, I think I think you kind of nailed it. We should all be giving something. I don't care, you know. You know, I, I've always taught my kids, if you're having a rotten day, put a smile on your face. You might brighten up somebody else's and they'll come back and get you too. Uh, I, I think, you know, I've not only learned giving through my parents, but my parents mm -hmm. often talk about, wow, Americans. Look at America. What a great country. And, uh, and look how giving are, are not only from our sponsors, but all these Americans. Mm -hmm. Sure, absolutely. No. Well, could we give our listeners some contact information? Do you have yes. any that we, uh, they could reach you? Absolutely. So um, please contact me at 714-390-9312. Um, our website for the chamber event uh, and, and, and in contact would be www.vacoc.com. And my personal email through that is um, my name. Uh, Tam Nguyen at VACOC.com. Um, I've been very blessed uh, to be, again, part of a, a family business that mm -hmm. impacts the Vietnamese community, especially mm -hmm. in the nails industry. So uh, just this past summer as well as this past year, I was interviewed by NPR Radio as well as CNN and other major media to talk about the impact of Vietnamese uh, in the salon business. Well, I do believe that, you know, the fact that your parents had put the, the, the groundwork down for this business, that it's important that you've taken it to the next level by plugging into the community more so more than they could yes. you know because they've got that part down so you're ready for the next step so that's that's awesome that you've done that I owe everything to my parents mm -hmm. to come to a new country with without the language skills just a shirt on your back and tremendous hard work to build a, a business in and then you know, just to make economic means meet, just sure. so, and, but, you know, be able to build upon that, that my sister and I feel very blessed. Oh, yeah. Well, um, you are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California. The views on the show are not necessarily the views of KUCI, UCI, or its border regions. So please log on to KUCI and thank you. I just wanted to thank you, Anne, and uh, thank you for having me here and uh, appreciate it. Thank you. We're excited to share your information.